Praise the Lord. It's good stuff. Thank you, brother. I've been reading some of the uh, writings of the church fathers. I was reading just this past week from Thomas Aquinas. He said that God can save the worthless sinner you are, but he cannot save the saint you pretend to be. That's good stuff. And, and that really goes right along with that song that the brother just sang this morning. See, when we come to Jesus, we just come to him just like we are. Broken, lost, and undone. Realizing who we are and how much we need him. Now, the good news is when we come in that way, God will show us mercy. God will show us grace. God will give us pardon even though we've wronged him. Even though we rebelled against him. This is the message of the gospel. Thank you, brother. As our Psalm 63 is what I want to read from this morning, and I'm just going to read the whole uh, chapter. It's not but 11 verses. It says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. You ever feel that way? You ever feel as though uh, you're in a dry place? Uh, you're kind of maybe in a rut, so to speak, and, and things just don't seem to be going like you want it to go spiritually or physically. And I think that's where, what David was speaking of here. I think really what he's saying is, Lord, I'm in a place, I'm in a dry place where I need some ref a time of refreshing. I need a time of anointing. I need a touch that only you can bring to get me where I need to be. And look what he says in verse 2. To see thy power and thy glorious, as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life, and my lips shall praise thee. Let me tell you what I know about King David. King David had a relationship with God the Father, and therefore could have fellowship with God the Father. Now, when you've got a relationship with God the Father, and you fellowship with God the Father, then you begin to realize and understand just how good God is. And when you see just how good God is, nothing else compares. And when you don't feel as close to the Lord and you don't feel you can fellowship with the Lord as you have in the past, then that brings you to a very low place. And I think that's where he is. That brings you to a dry place. Can you say amen? Now, the good news is God always has his ear turned to his people. Watch this. I love this part. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness in my mouth. Shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Because thou hast been my help. Therefore in the shadow of thy wings I will rejoice. So what David is saying is when I'm laying in my bed at night. And I just think about how good you are and how good you've been to me. I've got to praise you. I must rejoice. I'm going to be honest with you folks. I enjoy coming in here and worshiping with all of you. That's just a little bit of heaven here on earth. And it's such a blessing when God blesses us with his presence among his people in his place. I like that. I enjoy that. I hunger for that. I'm desperate for that. I cannot wait to worship the Lord with, with all of you today. It's going to be a good day in Jesus. Can you say amen? <laughs> Looking forward to what the Lord's going to do. But let me tell you the sweetest times I've, ex I've ever experienced. Is when I'm on my, in my bed. And I begin to think about how good God's been to me. And I begin to worship just me and Him. There's nothing more blessed than that. 
When I began to realize I was lost and undone on my way to a devil's hell, and God, by his mercy and grace, kept seeking me. The old hymn song says, he sought me, and he bought me with his redeeming blood. Not only did he buy me, but he sought me. He, he came running after me continually, even though I kept turning my back on him. He saved me. He blessed me with a ministry, called me into the ministry. Listen, he's given me a family, healthy and happy. I can go on and on and on this morning talking about how good God is, and we need to do that. Listen, a lot of times we lay, lay awake in the bed for praising. Can you say amen? And that's good. We ought to do that. We need to do that. But let me tell you some other reasons why sometimes we lay awake in our bed at night from problems. That ever happened to you? Man, things going on that you just really don't know how you're going to fix it, how it can be fixed. You don't know what's going to happen. And it keeps you up at night and you lose sleep over the fact that you don't know what is going to happen in your life. I'm glad I can rest assured in the fact that in the times of praising, God hears me. But in the times I'm crying out to him with problems in my bed at night, he hears me. And for those two reasons, I just like David, I'm going to praise him. Amen? Let's go on. Verse 8. My soul follows hard after thee. Thy right hand upholds me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. You know what that means? God's got you back. God's got you back. Don't worry about what everybody else says about you. Worry about what he says about you. Amen? Don't worry about the lies other people are speaking. Worry about the truth that he has promised. Psalm 63 is a testimony to the faithfulness and the goodness of God in the lives of his people, whether we're praising or whether we're having problems. So this, evening, this morning, let's make sure that we set our hearts and minds, put them in the right place, and listen, let's focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother, if you will, please put back on the screen what you just had up there when it just had Jesus in the middle. Now, I had, I had somebody come to me years ago, and they said, uh, you know, why, why is Jesus so small there in the middle? Why don't we make Jesus big? Now, I get what they're saying, but they kind of missed the point. The point is, you need to really focus on Jesus. If it was plastered up there, on the screen real big, it wouldn't take much focusing, would it? See, the point is this. Today, right now, in Sunday school, in worship, in the, in the preaching hour, in everything that we do here today, in small groups tonight, let's put our focus, let's really hone in and focus on who Jesus is and what he's saying to us. Amen? Let's pray together. Father, we again love you. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Lord, have your way and will we pray today in Jesus' name. Amen.